Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode is brought to you in part by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get me, your host, to draw you a pretty picture for pretty darn cheap. Check it out, see what I've done for others, and see what I can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. And with support from our Patreon supporters, and hey, you remember Veronica with the awesome voice? Well, she's offering her fabulous voice for podcast intros, video narration, or you can hire her. Uh, just to read your nobody's listening stories if you're too embarrassed to call them in yourself. Hey, it's just five bucks over at fiverr.com slash third fence post. This is Keith of the Retro Radio Podcast. And when I'm not listening to old time radio shows for my own podcast, I'm listening to Get Back up to show him. I'm so sick of having to listen to that man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Blah, blah, blah. That's all he does is talk. Let's listen to something good for a change. Be quiet in there, or I'll come in there and kick you Uh in the junk. Nobody's listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing, folks? This is Nobody's Listening, the Funny Story Show, episode 225, brought to you the week of August 19th, 2014. I'm your host. My name is John. And with me, as always, is John Steinklauber. How you doing, John? Word. Did you get my new I'm name? Good. It's a, yeah. It's a different I, language. How do you spell that? It's H-I-J-K aluminum P. Sounds like a Google Translate name. It does. But my name's James, in case it's your first time and you don't know who's who. That's John. I'm James. And um, I I missed you last week, man. So I'm glad we're back. Glad we're doing this week. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I was thinking about it. This is a a five-week month this here, August. Oh, yeah? And uh, yeah, so we, you know, we might have been doing our patron peoples a a favor by actually missing last week. Well, there's only four. Tuesdays. Um, there were five last time, and uh, I just didn't charge them for one. Really? So I probably should have. Oh, darn, man. darn Patreon people. Well, well. Yeah, uh, John, you sound really good, man. Them. Do you, can you tell us yes. why? Can you tell us why? I can. Um, <clears throat> because I have a frog. No, no, not kidding. Uh, um, I have this amazing microphone in front of me. I don't even know. I don't even know who it's. Oh, it's an Audio Technica, mm. and it's got and it's attached to an amazing. Mic stand with a pop filter. Did yeah. You pop, 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 no, no. Party pop, 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 Sounds so awesome. There's a pop filter. Yeah. You so, do. I you mean, sound like do. 110% better. You you don't sound like you're in a bathroom. Um, you hmm. don't sound like uh, that you're talking through a straw, like literally. Well, then. that's kind of what you were doing there with a headset mic. Yeah. He's been yeah. using that thing. How many years were you using that headset mic that I originally? Wow, that was back. It's been a man. number of years four four plus years, maybe. 
it's been a long time. It's hard to believe if it was that long, but yeah, I guess it, it, there's a good chance it was. Yeah. Within a few weeks of the beginning. But anyway, thanks to you guys. Thanks to the support of our Patreon people. We were finally able to spring for some new equipment, which was one of the things we'd been wanting to do for quite a while. So he got a pop filter. He got a mic. He got a mic, uh, a mic, uh, uh, not a pop filter, uh, a vib- I don't know what you call it. The dumb thing. That yeah. Goes, yeah. The box is in my other studio because I'm in the other room. He got a bunch of good stuff, and now he sounds great, and it's all because of you. See, when you give to Patreon, feel like a professional. It helps you out along with us. Yeah. So, um, John, any good stuff happening this week, bud? Oh, man, did some good stuff happen this week. It actually started happening last week, a week ago from today. Hmm. Can you specify? And I want to tell you about it. Exactly yeah. what second that was. <laughs> is is this a, is this the part of the show where we tell a a, a weekly update? <laughs> it was going to be, but now. <laughs> well, yes. let me tell you about this. Okay, so I work at a church. You know that. Yeah. It's a big. It's a big. The the the. The room that I use on Sundays, it's a big room. It's an old sanctuary. You know, it used to be where all the adults met and stuff like that, but they grew out of it. So children's ministry and youth ministry, we inherited it. Mm. And uh, the room still gets used a lot by a lot of different people. Sometimes they'll do a wedding in there. They have preschool that meets in there in the morning while they're getting ready for their classrooms and all that stuff. And um, we noticed something last week on Monday. It smelled a little strange in the lobby. This is two days before people started showing up for school. Uh. Smelled like, smelled like a cat. <laughs> you know, you know how cat smells when it just does its business, like the the spraying and marking its territory. Yeah, and stuff cat like that? pee is is amazingly Stinky. stank and never never goes Pungent. away. It, I, you know, I'm I'm. I, yes, it doesn't go away. I don't know. We had it a gets, car that we bought one time used, and it had cat pee smell in it, and we didn't even know what it was because we never owned a cat. And that smell, we just kind of had to get used to it. So, matter of fact, well, I missed it disgusting. so much in my next car that I hired a cat to pee in it. So, oh, that's gross. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, when you come up here next week, I'll take <laughs> you for a little tour, and you can get all the reminiscent smells that you want. Well. It, we thought for sure that there's no way there's a cat in the building. I mean, how how could that even be possible? Yeah. But sure enough, somebody had left a door open, and there was a stray, what we like to call feral cat, Ooh. wild cat. Now, first of all, I got to say, I'm not a cat hater. I'm not also a cat lover. I am neutral. I'm like the Denmark of cats. I'm both of those. I am both a, a, a cat hater, and I don't like cats. <laughs> yeah that's a double positive negative i don't know but um so anyways so cat got in the building and was marking the territory and and we were like how in the world does it smell like this in here and so we're, i was doing some work on the stage and lo and behold i look and going prancing behind underneath the stage because I, I could see underneath the stage our stage obviously is raised a little bit i see this cat tail i'm like oh my gosh there's a cat in the room and he's just living there he's just <laughs> hanging out doing his thing and and so i was like we got it we got to take care of this because this cat's going to go pee everywhere and then it's going to be dropping a deuce everywhere and yeah. we just can't have this and so f- for a week literally a week 
I don't know. The cat was living on. I don't know what it was living on. It was eating something. Great There's juice not mice and, in the building that I know. Crackers <laughs> and kids it's candy. Communion every night. Kids candy. It was eating something. It's eating rats. But because uh, he just. I mean, I put. I put it. We found some traps. Okay, not like killed cat traps, but live animal. <laughs> catch them traps uh-huh. and we put them out thinking okay this is this is this cat's going to be hungry we put some nice smelly cat food in there which apparently is supposed to attract the animals uh the cat i was thinking i took it for an idiot because you know that's my first impression on a lot of on felines cats. yeah they're idiots but they're not this one was intelligent and it figured out some way to spring the trap and eat the food and not get caught and it left a little note and this just made me <laughs> oh yeah in the form of a little brown pile. <laughs> so I was just infuriated at this point. And every time I, I would see the cat, it would just be right out of reach. And it knew it was out of reach because it would look at me as to say, what you going to do about it? Yeah. And it was so smug, this cat. I would talk to him and i say, listen, I used my nicest voice I could to try to lure the cat out and let him know that I was friendly and say, cat, you know, I'm, I just want you to live. I don't want you to die under that stage. You'll die alone and scared and... The cat just wouldn't have anything. I would just listen for a few seconds and then walk off. It's like you're so you're so gonna get it, cat. And uh, and as a pastor, I, that's know, what he's used to getting getting people <laughs> down to the altar and they won't listen to him. So they don't listen to me before they get to the <laughs> altar. What are you saying? No. Um, so I, I thought maybe maybe we'd catch this cat and and. You know, every day I'd go and try and figure out what what can we do differently. You know, we every time I thought I had it, like Sunday morning, okay, I'm trying to get ready for church in the morning. I'm getting the room ready, and I see the cat, and so I like, all right, I got him this time. And I'm sorry if this is really a long story, but no, I'm it's it's going. it's awesome. So I see them, and he's like right around the corner. So I prop open a door, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna just kind of scare him out of the building. You know, I open. <sighs> One door that goes to a hallway, and then I open another door that goes to the freedom outside. And I'm thinking, he's surly. He's going to smell the outside air. And so I, I, I see him, and he, he can't see me because he's turned his head, and he's looking down the hall. He's actually out in the hall at this point. And I, I run around and go up on stage, and I'm like, take off my shoes, and I'm sneaking around. And I walk around the corner, and I'm about to go down the stairs and just like scare this cat so he'll run towards the open door. And my phone rings. Ah! Like it never does that. It rings, and he hears it, and he runs in back under the stage and then turns around and looks at me like, ha ha, thought you were going to get me there, didn't you, guy? And uh, it, so, but today, today it happened. Oh, yeah. Last night. Last night, he was trapped in a little area of the stage, and, and like he was too far out of reach for me to get him. We tried like getting a pole and poking at him a little bit, <laughs> see if maybe he would get angry and run out, and he didn't. He just like ran back further in the stage, and there's only one way out. So that one way out, I put a, that live cat trap in front of it so that he would walk into it, and it would go off, and it would close in, in the cage, and he would be safe in the box, and I had food in there. He would ready to go, and I'd just take him outside and let him go. Well, this morning when I walked in, he did not spring the trap. In fact, he had just crawled down. It was like laying right outside of it. It's like, come on, man. This is your freedom right here. I'm going to take you outside. And so he's like, he wasn't having any of it. So me and my, my buddy, Alan, who's the youth pastor there, we, we joined forces. And he crafted a, a brilliant device. A shiv. It, no, <laughs> it's a shiv. It was, it was, 
it was a it was a cat friendly safe mm-hmm. non harming mm-hmm. device mm-hmm. for all the cat lovers out there is a piece of PVC with a loop on it basically hey, with a wire loop and did you, you could guys talk in of, Australian accents while you did this please tell me you did oh man no <laughs> so one of one of our other coworkers he said hey you guys should uh, watch turtle man yeah like, who's turtle man I don't know. so he showed us a clip of the what is it man Oh gosh, what's the name of his TV show? Something Redneck about, Got Lucky. Call of the Wild Man. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Call of the Wild. So he showed us like, like this guy's brilliant. I mean, he gets paid in like apple pies and stuff instead of money, but <laughs> whatever. It's okay. He so lives in a box. A, a, that's why he lives in a cat trap. Right? Yeah, cat trap. Well, we should have said used Australian, but he he crafted this device, and we were able to. To actually go through the top of the stage, there's a small hole, you know, like for a cutout where you would have a like power or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we we moved the stage box out of it, and then we could see the cat. And he like stuck that thing down there and got it around the cat and pulled it tight, <laughs> not tight enough to kill the cat. But that cat was so angry. I mean, he was already smug, but now he was angry and smug. He's like. He's a hipster cat of some sort. I don't know. But he, he did not like being removed from the stage. And then we, we thought we had him. So we pulled him out. We finally had him out from underneath the stage. And I ran around and get the trap. And I stuck. We tried to get him in the trap. And he was in it. And then we released that little thing that he had. And he escaped again. Oh! But this time he ran to the back of the building where there's not many hiding spaces, just the sound booth. Ah, and, and all the cat. while, he's like taking peas and stuff. He's no, just like, they do that. Like, they, I'm still my territory. They get, they release, they can't hold on to their business when they get freaked out. That, I guess so. And he, I, I mean, it still smells awful in that. I mean, he had peed on the stage. He'd peed. I don't know where he's peed, but it stinks in there. <laughs> We're going to have to hire professionals. But we, we got him. We finally trapped him. I, I grabbed the blanket. I we, uh, Well, it wasn't a blanket. It was something that looked like a blanket. It's a prayer I grabbed cloth. it. He was trying to climb up. Yes, yeah, a prayer cloth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> we don't have those in okay. children's church. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Probably should. But no, I found a blanket. Maybe some kid left it. I don't know. Uh, and, and, and I grabbed him and I threw it around that cat and I held its arms really close. Now I know all the cat lovers are like, Oh, what you hurt the cat for? You just, he just wanted a place to live. Break it in half. But, I don't um, care. <laughs> I was, I was so angry at that thing. I wanted to hurt it, but I didn't. I, I didn't. We took him outside. He was hissing at us and growling and he's ready to I mean, he's ferocious. He's kind of a pretty cat. I was thinking maybe I should save it and give it to one of my FCF friends and see if he could turn it into a hat. Mount it, mount it or something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I a little taxidermy. A little taxidermy. I mean, he we could have put him, hung him up in the in the, in the matter know, of fact. I'm a fan of live taxidermy. Have you ever heard of this? It's, no, it's where you hate a cat so much <laughs> that you go ahead and skin it alive. And create oh, its its little That's self, terrible. and then and then let it sit there and watch itself. So oh, that's disgusting. That is pretty terrible. Even even for me, I I will say that I I do not like cats, but I do not wish them ill. Except for that yeah. one. That one sounds evil. Well, and some poor little he, white girl uh, lost her her blankie to the pea, <laughs> the demon pea cat. That's sad. The demon pea cat. 
The demon pee was nasty. Now, listen, I found we had this cooler backstage, and apparently it was peeing in the cooler. Oh. This is before I knew we had a cat in there, and I just saw this liquid in there, and I thought, "What in the world is that?" So I, I, I put my face mm. down it into not the pee. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I took a deep whiff. I kid you not. I dry heaved twice in a row. I'm doing it now. Just a thought. That smell got stuck in my nose, mm. and I smelled that all day long. And I feel like I can taste it in my mouth. Gosh. Never smell so something so bad. It's just like, out there in like. the world now, right? You just, it's out there. Yeah, he ran away. And, and, and I, I wanted to warn him because the direction he was headed was towards a um, restaurant mm. that might Well, might let me just go ahead and say this for all the folks that are going to call in. Um, John, you should have live trapped it and you should have gotten it neutered or spayed before you – released it to the wild. So that way uh, other it. other churches uh, wouldn't be, you know, haunted by demon baby cats. You know? Demon pee pee stink cat. I know we, we tried to get it into trap so we could do that. But once we, once I got that blanket on it, I, there, I was well, not going to stick my arms back I, in that trap. I have another thing. method that I can do when a, ch- when a, when a cat is held in a blanket that will neuter or spay them. Um, it's called cutting them in half, but, oh, yeah, (laughs) sorry. I don't wish any cat ill. I don't either. And I'm glad that that cat is still alive. I do wish that when I was a kid, one killed my father and it's a little hard for me. Yeah. (sighs) That is a tough story right there. I didn't didn't know that. He was at church and, um, there was this cat. And it had just been peeing all over the place. And you'd think pastors would be better at cat catching. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, this does back up the theory I've had, having been a pastor and being a pastor, not just not active right now, but how in America, pastors are supposed to be good at every single thing there is to do at the building called the church. (laughs) I mean, no other job. Would you go in, you know, to a big firm and, and there's a there's an administrative assistant in the lawyer's world there and and she would you go and do this and represent this client and all they'd be like crazy, you're crazy. But at church, mm. we answer phones, we clean toilets, we fix stuff, and we catch freaking cats. It's crazy. We catch freaking cats. They're yeah. stinking freaking cats. Devil cats. So yeah, maybe so. I maybe I'm, I'm a little cat hater. I'm a little more spiritual than you. I would have just had mm. I would have called a prayer meeting. I would have had everybody get together and um, bring and pray. And um, the only requirement <laughs> would have been that you have to bring a pit bull with you. So oh, dude, I I told the kids Sunday morning because the cat was under the stage like during our <laughs> during <service>. church. <laughs> they were so excited about of that course service. they were. I mean, they were like, would it, will the cat come out? And I'm Can like, we no, name it probably him? won't. It hates us. I oh, was trying everything. We even stuck a fog machine under there hoping we could smoke them out. <laughs> Except it smoked the rest of the school. And the teachers <laughs> thought the place was on fire. Oh, oh that, was, that was yesterday. The things like you try to do to humanely catch a cat. I mean, that cat is traumatized for life. He will never, <laughs> ever give his heart to Jesus now. Thanks to you. Um, all right. So uh, my, my, my this week um, is I can tell you roughly at uh, about 1030 a.m. Um, this past Saturday, 
It, I officially, oh, yes. I officially embarrassed my daughter, Jenna, my, my eight year, no, nine year old daughter. I officially embarrassed her for the very first time. And I put Almost this 10 year old, I put this on Facebook and Twitter and people were like, Oh, what took you so long? Like, you know, like I, I did it for you, you dumb, stupid dude. You know, cause everybody's got to outdo or underdo somebody. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the worst. I'm the one that does that all the time. But, um, so I, I have to tell you the reason why that's a big deal. And the reason why it's taken so long is I did not think it was possible to embarrass my daughter. She is crazier than I am. She's more outgoing <laughs> than I am. And I even have it on record on her podcast where I'm like, hey, when you're a teenager, I'm going to be messing around. I'm going to start hollering and yelling. It's going to embarrass you. And she's going, <laughs> no, you'll never embarrass me. I'm awesome. And I'll just be like, yay, yay. Well, that's part one. Part two is <laughs> I did it on accident. And I hate that because I would have really, oh. really done a much better job. So here's what happened. It was their <laughs> orientation day for eighth or eighth grade. I got it all mixed up for fourth grade. We started in eighth grade and went to the wrong place. It was so embarrassing. No. Uh, So we're in there and uh, the lady (laughs) had said, here's what you're going to do. Grab a piece of paper and you're going to go around and look for all these things on this, on this scavenger hunt. And it's basically a way to orient the kids to where they drop off homework, where they put their lunch sacks, you know, this kind of stuff. Well, Mm. we couldn't find this one area. I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was right up underneath the little stage where that's where it ended up. It was just right up under. Oh, I remember what it was called. It was called the Cat Place <laughs> under the stage there. The Cat The Cat den. Place. The Cat's <laughs> Den. Demon Hole Sick, is what man. it was called. But anyway, whatever the area was, we couldn't find it. And I saw all these other kids, and so I thought I would help her out. And I said, "Hey guys, does anybody have, you know, the evil cat den?" Uh, on your paper and the teacher goes <clears throat> which i assume meant you're now in fourth grade you know you have to do what i said i'm used to talking to kids all day so you get the <clears throat> um so I, I guess i wasn't supposed to be cheating so i responded to that and i said even louder i'm like no i'm just trying to help uh sponsor some community a bunch of girls need to come together and help each other out and about that time, I look over at my daughter, and she's staring at me with her w- eyes wide open. Her face is flushed and red, and she's kind of dancing on her tiptoes like she's got to go to the bathroom. And she goes, you are embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I didn't think that was possible. And I was so excited. <laughs> I said, you swore I could never do it. And she's like, eh, it's my first day at a new school, Dad. Come on. I'm like, oh, oh if I'd known, I'd have done so much more. I was just trying to mm. help you out. And, man, she let me know about it all the way home and when we were having oh, lunch man. and everything. So it was uh, it was a big deal. So oh, dude. 10, 1040, maybe, 1045, somewhere right in there, Saturday, uh, uh, August 17th. Or no, so August sixteenth. Mark it down. Man, it's a holiday. The first That's female impressive. president got embarrassed for the first time, um, right there, sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. I'm what? glad it didn't involve any, you know, losing of your clothing or anything like that. That would have been, yeah, that, that would be embarrassing. I often do lose clothes though, and she's gotten quite used to it actually. Um, oh. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking for a pair of shorts. And I can't find them. And uh, my wife's like, they're in the dryer. And I'm like, well, how long have they been in the dryer? Because I had shorts for like three days. You know, I walk, I've been wearing jeans. And uh, 
She'll say, you can't yeah. go look in the dryer. And I'm like, every time I do, it, it's never there. I think she lies. I think she goes and does laundry real quick and then she does. It's there. Oh, yeah. Um, a little bit of news. We got a theme show coming up September 9th in one month minus one week. The theme is things I believed when I was a kid. And if you guys don't get with it and start sending your crap in, I'm canceling the show. Um, no, actually, I'll, we just won't do the theme. Come on, people. Send your stuff in. What did you believe when you were a kid about dreams, about bad guys, about kids, about good guys? Mm. You know, how did you get embarrassed? Uh, you know, things that you thought were true that, you know, back back when you thought, you know, that I don't know. I don't know what kids thought. I, I, I thought cats were were girls, you know, which is also why I hate them so much. <laughs> All cats were girls. I'm just going to tick off everybody today. I got cat lovers and women now. So, uh, oh. and dogs. Well, no, I used to think that that was what I believed when I was a kid. Yeah, I did too. But all cats were girls and all dogs were boys. I did too. Until, until I found out, I was like thinking about how they, how they made kids, you know, and, and I how, cause I knew they, that. well, I thought they, the kittens, I didn't know how they were made, but I knew they came from somewhere and I'm like, I never saw any dog cats. So, uh, they came from seeds. They cats would eat seeds, and that's how the kittens came along. Everybody well, does that. When a when a cat falls in love, it goes to a church. Oh no! And it hides. Hides off. underneath. <laughs> it hides underneath no, the no, stage, no. and it starts no, to pee no. everywhere. We don't need that. And then a mean bald pastor comes after it with a oh. a PVC <laughs> with a loop on it. Freaking fog machine, John. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking we could fog them out. We open one side it's of the stage. It's not a roach. It's like, you know, fog. Maybe just turn on the lights and get the strobe going. Let's just dazzle him while we're at it. You know, I think it's a freaking disco he's broken into and get the heck out. That might have got him out of there. Oh, man. You should try that. Here's what I will do. If I ever have a situation where there's a cat stuck in a place that I just can't get it out of, I am going to do a 10 hour loop of the meow, meow, meow mix. <laughs> commercial from back in the day and i'm gonna drive that cat absolutely insane could you could do it the cat would just be drooling this foamy drool coming out of its mouth so uh master feed uh i figured i needed to mention it because there's so many people that don't know it exists uh did you know that there is one feed that you can look up in itunes and you can get every single podcast that we put out in order um, all the current ones, uh, the last 100 of them anyway, uh, it's called the NLCast Network Master Feed, and you can just look up NLCast in, uh, in iTunes, and it's right there. Or you can go to NLCast.com, click on subscribe, and you'll see a lot of options. There's just every, every show we do, there's multiple ways to subscribe. But the Master Feed is the quickest way because we do a new show. It takes us a while to get it in iTunes, but not for you because it'll go straight into the Master Feed. Uh, speaking of new shows, we have two of them to announce this week. Uh, the first one's called Grateful Kid. It is the show that I've been wanting to do with my son for a very long time, and it's for children, and uh, it is a uh, celebration of all the wonderful things that kids experience, you know, bike riding, playing in sprinklers, uh, you know, uh Going to restaurants, I think, is our next topic. So we put out our first show. We have a great theme song that the Ooh. kids can sing along with at the very end. And it just teaches kids how to be grateful. Um, so it's celebrating not just the things that happen, but the people that make them happen. 
So it's helping kids think about it. I know it's already affected my son. He is so thankful. He'll say thank you when we go out to eat, when we do different things, because he starts to make the connection between, hey, this Chick-fil-A sandwich didn't just appear here. Somebody thought to bring me here, bought me something, put it down on a plate, and um, and all that. So it's pretty cool. The other That's one cool, we're doing, man. the other one we're doing, John knows all about because he's in it. It's called Movie Beatdown. Mm. And it is yes. my new favorite show. I will just say it right now. It is. Um, and it can be yours too. It is. It is at moviebeatdown.com. It's not iTunes yet, uh, but it's me. Um, you guys remember Christian. He filled in for John and uh, you guys will remember rock star Paul. He now goes by Pauly. He's on that show as well. So it's me, John, Polly, and Christian. And uh, we, we review movies. Now it's not, you know, another geek movie review show. This one, we take the book. Uh, Blake Snyder's Save the Cat. And it's a screen it's, it's a screenwriting book. He has fifteen advice. fifteen beats. He has fifteen uh segments that he says are in every great movie. And we kind of using that as like our Bible, so to speak, uh, we mm-hmm. bounce every movie off that, try to find the beats, try to find the theme, um, find out what's wrong or right about each one of them. And we talk about it and argue about it. Matter of fact, and it was and sometimes a re- we disagree. Yeah, <laughs> and when Except I say for me, argue, I didn't disagree with anybody. That's true. John, John, John <laughs> did not. He, he, he. Um, but what was interesting is all of us got something wrong, you know, and all of us got something right. It was really, really fun. Uh, we did Star Wars for Episode One, and um, yep. we're going to be recording Episode Two this week because of Dragon Con. Usually we do it every other week, and we're going to be doing Back to the Future. Uh, the first episode. So it's going to be pretty good. So yeah. check it out. Speaking of Dragon Con, if you are going, we need to know. I have I had one person respond. One person. And I'm very excited to meet up with them. Uh, we'll be there August 29th through September 1st, right up there. Four days of awesomeness. And um, we'd love to meet up and have lunch or dinner or multiple dinners or multiple lunchers. We don't know. So Yeah, you can pay. Yeah. And when I say you, I mean somebody else. You can take us take us out to eat. Um, <laughs> no. We'll be in downtown Atlanta. There's lots of restaurants. Yeah. There's lots of stuff. So anyway, um, now it's time for your input and your featured listener stories. This comes to us from Pauly, speaking of the devil. Uh, now, now I'm going to say <laughs> speak of the cat devil from now on. James and John, while riding in the car the other night, my wife burped and I told her, that, that you just let go of a demon. Remember, that's a reference to my uh, story last week or week before last. Where, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was talking about how, yeah, I would do exorcism or my mom would do exorcism. So, burp and, uh, so she off. burps. She says, he says, you just exercised a demon. She laughs before saying, okay, why did you say that? I told her the story of how James's mom used to cast demons out of him. And how burping or yawning indicated the exorcism was a success. It's so stupid. (laughs) Sounds so stupid. Uh, My sweet, beautiful, classy wife then asked, so what happens when I fart? And uh, (laughs) she says, mine are always so bad. And see, that that would be divorce material for me. (laughs) But before I could answer her, she interjected, oh, I must be letting the devil out. So... (laughs) I think John will agree. My wife is a keeper, Polly. <laughs> yes, definitely. She's my new best friend too. Uh, I mean, not best, but you know, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess I can tell him that in person. Yeah, on a Thursday. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, we have a voicemail uh, from anonymous. He got so excited he didn't tell us his name. It's about sleep puking, so I'm excited. 
Hey, nobody's hey. listening. Um, on episode 223, Mockingbird, James, you told that story of that kid who puked in his sleep, <laughs> and it was hilarious. Um, but you said something along the lines of, uh, I don't think anybody else had ever done that. Well, <laughs> I did. Um, I, I did, yeah. It, it made, I think it was just as bad as that kid, if not worse. I was 11 or 12, and I was sleeping on a mat on the floor. And I puked in my sleep, and at 2.30 in the morning, something like that, I woke up, and what had happened was I had not only puked in my sleep, but I had rolled off of the mat onto the floor and was lying in my own puke. And I woke up, and like half my face was covered with vomit. And at 2.30 in the morning, at like 11 years old, I didn't know what to do, so I just lay there for a while like, what? How? Uh, <laughs> I think eventually what happened was I uh, got up and told my mom to clean it up, and I took a shower. But yeah, oh, just let you know, uh, other people have done it. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember it being very fun, but yeah, it it, it happens. Uh, okay, peace out. Peace out. <laughs> See, he never peace. left us his name, but that might have been on purpose. I don't know. That's not going to look good on a resume. Hey, do you have you ever sleep puked? Mm. Well, no. Um, but. Uh, I can't say that I have. I tell you, I, if I did, I know that feeling. No. I know that feeling because remember when I did the uh, the story about my my vivisection. I don't even know what that word means, but my uh, when I when I got my bits bit off. Um, oh, the rocks. Yeah, the rocks. And I came back. I think that was the name of the episode. And I pulled off the side of the road, and I was feeling so <laughs> queasy. I felt like I was going to pass out. I'm on the phone with my wife, and three <laughs> things happened at the same time. I threw up apparently, passed out, and then woke up almost immediately. And and yes, I was side of my face in puke <laughs> and side of my body for that matter, my whole side. And it's just at that point, you know, when when you're, I guess I was thirty something, you know, late thirties. Uh, I was totally out of my mind with grossness, and you just have to. I don't know. It's like moms do stay at home moms when their kids have puked on them one too many times. They're just like, I'm just going to wear it, you know? And that's what I did. I just sucked it up. Stylish. I drove home and I saw tidbits Uh, and chunks and I rolled the windows down and pineapple bits. And and the worst part, the worst part of puking on your own shirt and, and, and uh, when it's a pullover, uh, I don't even have to finish that sentence. When it's a pullover, you you can imagine what the worst part is you try to roll Back it up in your face. You try to roll it up, but you can't get it all to your armpits. That's as far as it goes. And then it just, it's got to touch you. But when you've already got it on there, it's just like, you know what? Just open your mouth. And no, and just- no, you don't. Open your mouth. <laughs> you don't even talk like you're going to open your mouth. Oh, just Gross. let it in. <laughs> let it back in where it came from. <laughs> I don't have a, a, a puke bucket in this new room that I'm podcasting from, so please refrain from the really gross stories. Sorry, just, I still have the smell of cat pee in my nose, and it makes mm. me want to barf. So um, this one's from uh, uh, Marvel Geek, Audra. She says, hey, James and John, a few weeks ago, I traveled to the country of Slovenia or Slavonia mm-hmm. or something in Central Europe. Or Europe, hey, you need to I'm use your sure. you need your use your Norwegian lady voice for this one, don't you? <laughs> I don't know that I have a. Uh, all I know how to say with that is, um, I don't even remember what I used to say with her. I have news for you. I have news for you. I have news for you, sir. Anyway, while I was there, I partook 
in whitewater rafting for the first time. I should point out that oh. the water was below freezing. See, that, that'd be me. I'm out. Uh, Wait a second. What? How could that be possible? Because if the water is below freezing, that would mean it would be frozen, right? Um, maybe it's like a slushy where if you keep it moving, it can't freeze solid. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when you're when there's water in subarctic temperatures, right? Yeah, you got, can drink okay. a glass of water. Gotcha. I don't know. Anyway, sub sub freezing. It's a science show now. Uh, we 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 were required to wear wetsuits so we wouldn't freeze to death in junk. See, that's just beyond the point mm. of enjoyment. Yeah, I'm no, down I with. Don't, I don't think I. I'm down with white water. I'm just not down with cold water. But at one point, we stopped so we could jump off a cliff into the river. Hey, can, <laughs> right. I know this isn't dangerous enough. Can can we pull over <laughs> and jump off that cliff into this freezing cold water that we wear wetsuits yeah. so that we will not die? <laughs> sure. Oh. That is the exact wrong uh, accent to have. For Central Great Europe, idea. yeah. So I don't even know how you do that. Yeah, what I don't know what a Central European accent sounds like I don't either. But I'm about to fake one. So I stood over the cliff. I started freaking out a little bit, <laughs> and as I looked down, my Hungarian rafting guide, which I have no idea what Hungarian sound like, but you're about to find out. Her her <laughs> name was Betty. Shouted, "Don't think, just jump." <laughs> <laughs> I think she's Swedish. Okay, that's, that'll work. Hungarian Swedish. As I fell into the water, I remembered a very important detail. I can't swim. (gasps) No. So It's just something you remembered right then. (laughs) Ice water, man. It dulls the brain. You would think that they'd say, hey, can you swim before you get in the boat? Don't think, just jump. That's that's those that was the announcement on the sign as she stepped into okay. the boat. There's no warnings or you have to be this tall or pregnant people shouldn't do this. It just in, in Hungarian says, "Don't think, just jump." And we have news for you as well. When <laughs> we do not have a ticket, so uh, so now I'm Hispanic now on top of that. So my accents are amazing. That's why they pay me the big bucks. So uh, I remember this very important detail as I'm, as I'm dropping. So that's an important time to remember that kids remember that you can't swim before you get into a situation where you have to swim, yes. especially if it's PSA. rapids, rapids there. So I got sucked in the current and I floated down a river about a mile and a half until the Ooh. guys in the raft managed to catch up to me. And when I got into the raft, all Betty, the tour guide, could say was, you went through good rapid, y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> good rapid. I don't know what Hungarian people sound like, <laughs> but I hope it's like good rapids. <laughs> and I hope the women sound, sound like, like men. Spying, <laughs> good rapid. Uh, good rapids. Uh, that was Audra, a.k.a. Marvel Geek. Thanks, Marvel Geek. This one's from Keith. This happened at Walmart. This is, Keith is a blind guy. You got to know this ahead of time. So he was shopping with his wife and his guide dog. A person approached, a dumb person, and said, is that one of those blind dogs? And he says, yes. Oh, he went in and went with it. He said, yeah, he's blind. That's why I walk him around in a harness, because he likes to visit the places that he used to go when he could see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, says the dummy. Oh, that's so nice of you. Is he in any pain? Pain? Why would he be in pain? 
I'll miss blindness. I'd hate to think your dog would be hurting. So <laughs> he says, me with the realization dawning that they were truly clueless, I I decided to milk this a little. I said, oh, no, no, he's in any pain. At least he never seems to be. Maybe. <laughs> oh, good, says the idiot. <laughs> he seems to be handling being blind so well. Just panting there and looking around. You'd never know that he was blind the way you walk him around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blind dogs are just like that. My wife, oh. realizing what was going on, tried to drag me away and apologized to the person, explaining that I was playing with him too late. The thought was seated in her mind and her corrective, my wife's corrective action only seemed to confuse them as we parted ways. Keith. <laughs> you have one That's of those blind awesome. dogs? Yeah. Is that one of those blind dogs? Oh, is it any pain? <laughs> Versus a seeing eye dog. See, there's two kinds that they train. And uh, if you're, if you're a sighted person, you need a blind dog. That's, that's right. the deal. I love Keith's. Uh, <laughs> I just take him around places he misses, you know, other dogs. <laughs> he liked to use to go when he could see things he peed on, you know. Oh, now, this was the guy that, that had the dog that it's the same dog that stopped at uh, at soda machines and stuff because it or, or uh, not soda machines, you know, vending machines because the dog thought that they were supposed to change them out, you know, fix them up. So, oh, yeah, yeah. That was, that's cool. I would love to see, I'd love to see a dog, a blind guy jacking around with people like that. And the dog has little blind glasses on, you know, the little dark shades. Oh, that would be hilarious. Little stick. His, yeah, his tail is, blind dog. his tail is painted with a white tip, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But uh, this one's from uh, Katie. Katie says, hey, James and John, best marriage communication story ever. My husband Uh-oh. is a pastor in Northern New York. Uh, like Canada is in walking distance except for the river. So during Christmas break, there was a severe ice storm to the point that our County was in a state of emergency. My husband had to cancel church service and drive 20 miles to town to put up a sign. (laughs) Okay. If you can see, if you can't see this, the snow, it's too high. So I don't know <laughs> on the way, on the way back, he stopped to buy breakfast at McDonald's. Cause that's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. Cause they, they didn't have emergency. Yeah. They didn't have power, water or heat. It's nice to know that if the zombie apocalypse ever comes down, we can still have our nuggets there. Apparently they're, they're open, you know, McDonald's works even though nothing else does. Well, I mean, the place is a, you know, a, a deserted snow wasteland, but those poor folks making minimum wage or, Flipping burgers, but uh, so if, yeah. If you ever see a zombie, just run for a Mickey D's. Uh, he yeah, because made out of zombies. You could probably well, you could feed them enough nuggets to give them cholesterol poisoning or something. So, <laughs> kill them. Anyway, so he asked me on the phone uh, what the family wanted for breakfast, and uh, there are six of us in the house, and so I told him get three pancakes and sausage. So you know, three pancakes and sausage deals. Uh, plus my usual, and then whatever he wanted. So to me, that would feed six people. So my husband literally got three single pancakes and a sausage and a sausage biscuit to feed six oh, people. Oh, man. 
He was just, uh, he was a little distraught, you know, being down a service, not being. Yeah. 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 You know, no service, no offering, no, no. offering, no paying the bills, you no. know, it's, it's right. No tithe coming in that day. I, no. I can, I can relate. Yeah. Big deal. His father-in-law realizing that, uh, there was not going to be enough food said, do you expect us to do a loaves and fishes thing? And, <laughs> and being the 300th time That's, he probably heard that joke, he went, hur, hur, hur. yeah, there, there is not a Bible church joke that you could say that I haven't heard or John hasn't heard by now. I guarantee you. Um, taking, I know I've been out of the business for a while. Yeah, so. but you've been in it for over a year. That's all it takes. There's only five, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just a big kid yourself, aren't you? That's why you work with these kids. That's one of them. Mm. Taking the 20 miles on solid ice back to McDonald's to get breakfast with my father singing, uh, if I only had a brain from the Wizard of Oz was was quite fun. (laughs) So they, they, they risk their lives for, uh, for those pancakes and sausage all the way back 20 miles. My husband to this day still says he did what he was Mm. told and got three pancakes and a sausage. So it's from Katie. Listen, I can relate with him. I just do what I'm told. And when, whenever you're like, especially if you're at a drive-thru, you lose all mental That's capacities. true. I have my wife order. Like she screams over me to the person. In yes. The, when it's just me, I'm fine. But when there's kids involved, I'm like, I don't order nuggets. You know, so. Yeah. I just repeat everything that's said to me. So they could like be saying like, I'm a big duty head and I'll repeat it. Yeah. We'll, we'll have two listening. of those duty heads. Duty heads supreme. Yep. Yeah. And this is to go. I'll read anything. This is to go, by the way. (laughs) In case you didn't know, because I'm in a car. Hey, James (laughs) and John. I there was this one time where my headset mic stopped working for no apparent reason. The weird part was that the microphone only picked up fuzzy static sounds. After getting on live chat with the company, they told me it was defective and needed to be replaced. Man, that was time well spent. Yeah, But not even having had this for a year, I wasn't too happy. After hanging up and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to get a replacement and spending hours on the phone and hours looking at things, I finally looked down and there's this little box attached to the headphone line. And on that little box was a tiny little switch. And that tiny little switch was set to mute. No. I felt pretty stupid after going through all that only to find that I had to flip a switch. Thanks, guys. Mm. Love the show, Jacob. Guys are not are not coming across as very smart on this episode. First, we had that idiot ever... with the cat. Who was that? No. Oh, oh, sorry. No. Oh, sorry. How how does that make me an idiot? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just try to get the cat out in various <laughs> methods. I smoking out a cat. Oh, no. <laughs> the title okay, of the episode, right there, is fogging out a cat. <laughs> Get somebody get Smoking the fog cat. machine. Put some smoke juice in it. <laughs> Put it on high. Yeah, they do. Thought make it noise. might work. Okay, it didn't. Cat didn't even get cat, phased. Cat started dancing around. Hey, this is what I'm used to. Hey, this makes me want to go potty. Um, I'm gonna pee right here. This is a good one. Fog machine. This is Jonathan. Jonathan says something interesting happened to me Sunday. And since y'all are the church folks, 
I think and hope you'll find this funny. I volunteer in the praise and worship ministry at our church playing the keys. That's synthesizer, piano, organ, etc. When I play on Sundays, I wear in-ear monitors to hear myself. IEMs, for those that don't know, are basically fancy earphones combined with earplugs so they seal in your ears and you can only hear what's being played through the earphones. And you know what's awesome, John, is I've been around these things for years and that's the first time I've ever heard what they actually do for you. I knew they were monitors, but I did not realize that they sealed off sound from outside. Yeah. That's pretty weird. They're like noise canceling. Because they are specifically for the worship team. And 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 I was a kid's guy, you know, so I, I was right. a headset mic. You never got to use them. No, no. And, and apparently they're very expensive and they're custom mm-hmm. formed to your ear holes. So it's pretty they gross. They can be, yeah. Uh, This guy says, I should also mention that I'm not the kind of person who is embarrassed on stage or gets stage fright very easily, if at all. In fact, I enjoy being on stage in most cases. But this Sunday, after the service, this was not the case. Part of our praise and worship preparation usually includes some music to play under the closing prayer at the end of the service. This Sunday was no different. And as I usually do, I got the in-ear monitor situated in my ears a few moments before our pastor began to close the service down so that I didn't have to fuss with them as I was walking to the stage. He began to pray, and I got up, and I looked around to see my fellow worship team members also making their way up to the stage. However, once I got to the stage myself, and I was ready with my keyboards, I looked around and realized that I was the only one there. Everyone else had completely vanished. It was <laughs> it was the rapture. Was what it, it was. was the rapture. Um, I couldn't find them. No, everybody knows worship behind. pastors aren't saved. So I couldn't find them <laughs> in the crowd sitting down. I didn't see them walking up anymore, and they weren't coming from backstage. They they were just completely gone, except for our drummer, who was about twenty steps behind me, and that fits because you you can always hear a drummer. There's always a drummer somewhere where they're not supposed to be. Yeah, I have this moment. <laughs> Uh, asking, I have this moment asking myself, where the heck did I miss? What did I do? In any case, as I'm going over our service layout in my head, our drummer comes up and we're both bewildered as to why no one else is on stage. After a quick conversation, we decide to head backstage and see if maybe if everyone's just hiding back there. Thankfully, our worship ministry leader was back there and he explained that our pastor had given a cue for us not to play underneath him, that he would just close out in mm. prayer without music. And I guess for me, lesson learned as I... Would have heard him if I had, hadn't already plugged in my in-ear monitors. In any case, it's all good. <laughs> Our church is really great, and no one yelled at us or even complained about these two bumbling people looking at each other going, huh? What did you oh, say? Man. What? I can't hear. Where is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need to take one out. <laughs> so. I certainly don't want to repeat that, but it's funny thinking back now, Jonathan. Yeah, that was one of my ideas for the show name is it'll be funny eventually. <laughs> it'll be funny later. <laughs> yeah, that's a good show name. Uh, so Mike Prince sent one in. It's voicemail. It goes like this. It's very funny. Hi there. Hey, guys. Hey, Michael Prince. How are you guys doing? This is a, uh, good. a story for uh, nobody's listening. I went to a men's conference. And um, the uh, main guy who always puts on these conferences, the, the 
dramatic presentation at the beginning. This is a big conference with big speakers, professional football players, the manager from the St. Louis Cardinals did a special video thing for it. And so it's a big deal. And Michael W. Smith was there, the uh, Elton John of Christian music. So um, uh, the main guy does his little speech thing, and uh, he, he really sweet little story about a little girl and her father and tells us all that we have these plastic pearls in our bags that we got when we came in. And he tells us that uh, the uh, – he tells Michael W. Smith to come out. Michael W. Smith comes out and starts playing the emotional alter response music to make people feel like they need to – they feel like they're feeling God so they come forward, you know. So he's doing that, and, and uh, he, he tells us, he says, you, you have these plastic pearls that represent the things you've been hanging on to in your life. Now come forward and cast those at the cross. <laughs> You can imagine Michael W. Smith standing in the center of the stage playing his keyboard, singing, I'm forgiven because you were forsaken, and dodging pearls, pearls living by his head and bouncing off his keyboard. He's in this defense stance position so that he can dodge back and forth. It was the most distracting and hilarious thing, watching, sitting in my chair while everybody's going forward and having this emotional response to God, I'm sitting there watching Michael Smith award winner, wondering how he got here in the first place. So it was pretty funny, but uh, just, they, they just probably didn't think that through. No. Uh, they maybe should have played a CD during nope. that part or something. But anyway, enjoying the show. Glad you guys are back. Happy 200 and beyond. Later. Oh, my goodness. Thanks, Michael. It, this, this episode has a church theme, doesn't it? It does. It's like church. It started off in the church with a cat from hell. Eighties, <laughs> I meant to say. Eighties, and then and then yeah, they they uh, children's people and are uh, the worship people, and now Mike Prince's pearls. Yeah, let me tell you why that's extra funny. It's because when you're when you're planning a service, you do those kinds of things where you you have these interactive built-in things, especially with the children's pastors. You you try to you know. Uh, find a way to help people to break through the monotony of another altar time or another just, you know, what's really going to help them realize that the message that we've said, you know, is really going to make an impact. And and so I could just see these people sitting around a table. You know, it'd be a good idea. I know this story. Meeting, yeah. I, just, I know this story about this little girl and her dad has these pearls and she won't give them up. She won't give them up because she says they're special, but finally she does. And that's when the father gives her real pearls. I know that was the story. It had to have been because I've heard it before. And, and nice. he got the real pearls. So it's when, see, so we can use that story to tell people when you give up, you know, your own thing and, and you do God's will, then you get the good pearls. So let's put pearls in everybody's bag. Plastic pearls, <laughs> and then we're gonna when Michael, we got Michael du we got Michael W Smith yeah we got Michael W Smith oh man he's he's amazing he's award winning man yeah he's, he's like the yeah. yeah he's uh what's it called he's what like he, the Elton John yeah. of the Christian community he's Elton John of Christian music I don't I don't get the <laughs> the reference but anyway uh the we're gonna do this player. and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have everybody come down and just throw their pearls at the stage it'll be amazing people people will fall apart in front of god and it will just be fantastic and um and so that's what they did and nobody thought through what plastic pearls do when they hit a shiny glossy oh. stage and uh nobody yeah. else also thought what they did when they hit a shiny, glossy uh, singer. 
So um, <laughs> he, he should have been in full riot gear with a plastic shield, you know, and oh. singing friends of friends forever. If you don't throw pearls at them. Uh, so that's it, oh, man. That's no. all for this week. Thank you so much. That's and uh, send your stories and stuff if you want to to james at nlcast.com or call him in 2095 NLCast. Now that we're committed, recommitting ourselves to your stories and your input, giving you even more time in the show to your stories now more than ever before. It's so amazing. It's a great time for you to get your stuff in. So um, we're even going back into the archives and pulling in stuff from 2012. And, and uh, matter of fact, I think uh, Mike Prince, you, you heard him reference uh, episode 200. So that was when we'd come back for a little while and then, you know, went away. So it was awesome. Um, do this favor. Do this, do this the right way. Visit our website, podcast.nlcast.com, where you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook or join us for a live show just like tonight. Join uh, the NLCast Facebook group. You can leave an iTunes review if that's how you found us. You can support us on Nobody's Listening at patreon.com slash NLCast or check out all of the NLCast network shows available for download at NLCast.com. Thanks to our patrons, uh, Jordan Medea, Lauren Mack, Mandy Newberg, Amy Butterfield, Seth Darling, Scott Covert, Kevin Walker, Yanu Streets, Stressback, Anna Silva, Tamara Selleck, Mike Cornish, and thank you, one-time helper-outer, Elise Morimoto. And thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music, our spouses for letting us record, our contributors, everybody in the chat room, and everyone who listens. And remember, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next week. Same time, same bat channel. Yeah, or same, same cat time, same cat channel. You know, I, it's I'm a little a ironic. Hater. It's a little ironic that our new show features a book called Save the Cat. Well, you know, I took it to heart. And instead of killing that cat, I saved it. I well, saved it at the altar yeah. of the church. <laughs> I bet it had a story to tell. Visit nlcast.com for other great NLCast network shows. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.